We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says a broad-based discussion on how to reduce gun violence is what we need. Are we going to talk about uh, the role of, of guns? Certainly we are. But to think that, that this is just a gun issue that many people make it out to be is, is not right. We've had guns in this country for, for hundreds of years. We haven't had this until recently, and we need to figure out why. He was against an ABC TV's This Week program. In Hong Kong, police say they will use a colored liquid spray to distinguish pro-democracy protesters from other members of the public, lawmen say the spray is harmless, but it will stay on the skin and the clothes of the people who are sprayed with it as a way of marking the demonstrators for later punishment. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka defends the president's description of Baltimore. 20% a fifth. of children in Baltimore don't complete high school. A city that has been run for 52 years by the Democrats has a poverty rate of 24%. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Just past 1 o'clock here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Chance of isolated thunderstorms tonight with a high of 87 dropping down to the low of 68. And the best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on the Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. Because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. Speaking of the NARN, the Brad Carlson Show gets started right now. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, hey, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. If you uh, follow our Facebook page, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Do a search for it if you're not following it already. Uh, it, but if you are, you happen to notice that it is a, uh, a quite the guest of Palooza on today's broadcast. I believe pretty much almost every segment 
has a, a valued guest on it, and uh, we're starting right out of the gate with a longtime friend of the broadcast, Andrew Richter. He part of the fine organization Community Solutions Minnesota. Uh, check out their blog, where they also link to their podcast as well, Community Solutions MN dot wordpress dot com. Uh, blog that blog post recently that got a lot of people's attention was entitled "The GOP Won Nothing." Nothing, I tell you, in St. Louis Park. Uh, Andrew said uh, he got a lot of got a lot of flack for that, but hey, if it if it helps wake GOP activists up, then uh, it it will uh, serve its uh, purpose. Uh, first of all, Andrew Richter, welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Thank you. It's great to be back. Great to be back with you. It's been a while. It has been a while. We've, we've done some banter here in, in the uh, in the underground bunker here that we're in. And well, the in way out, we studio absolutely well, and we have you on quite a bit because obviously Community Solutions Minnesota providing valuable service because this is something that uh, those of us on the right of center uh, political spectrum need to understand is that the DFL has been building a deep bench for a long time to take uh, state offices, statewide offices, what have you. And it starts within your local communities, whether at the municipal level, county commissioner level, what have you. And that's where your freedom and liberty is most impacted. I mean, if you go to your city council meeting, you find out some of the things that they have in mind for your cities, that's where you're directly affected. I get that the state legislators and the governor and members of Congress and the president, they get all the big sexy headlines. But if you're not paying attention to what's going on in your city and county, a lot of things could happen under your nose that uh, you're probably not going to like. So, Andrew, I guess let's start off with the premise of your post, mm-hmm. uh, specifically referring to St. Louis Park, where, and we talked about this on the show, uh, several activists were very upset that the city council decided unanimously to ban the Pledge of Allegiance prior to its city council meetings, to, and to which I say, you know what, I, I have no problem with people not standing and even saying the pledge, that's fine, but the idea to outright ban it I thought was an overcorrection, for reasons that were not explained, why people felt uncomfortable with it, that we've gone down that road a couple of weeks. I get that people besieged the St. Louis Park City Council. They relented, and a couple of weeks later, unanimously reversed that decision. And we were doing the proverbial victory lap, end zone happy dance. And Andrew Richter was kind of calling a timeout, yeah. throwing a fifteen yard on sportsmanlike conduct yeah, penalty flag. Andrew Richter, you do. I'd throw cold water on something. Uh, you know, let me let me um, premise. Let me back up just one second to premise this. Um, first off, I support the pledge. Um, sure, their reasoning for getting rid of it, I think, is something that has not been. Maybe you've talked about it a lot, but I think hasn't gotten a lot of um, hub got, that. Yeah, I don't that, understand that, what it was. Well, it was it's it's not inclusive, and like it says, liberty and justice for all. What's yeah. uninclusive? I mean, nobody nobody really challenged that reasoning very harshly, but. Okay, they reverse them. We know what they think of the pledge already. Right. Okay, uh, a unanimous vote from seven, I guess five were only at the meeting, but right. that they decided it doesn't matter. Five would, would carry the day anyhow. Um, so I, I support the pledge. I'm glad it's back. I, I do commend the people who showed up and made this an issue in shows like yours that uh, put this uh, out there. From the president even tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. It's certainly, uh, if they wanted to do this low key, they certainly, the council certainly failed at doing that. However, I think in the in the jubilation of, of getting the pledge back in, we've lost sight of, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, winning week one in, in, in the NFL and forgetting about the next 15 games. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Louis Park is a city that has been on the radar of 
uh, Community Solutions, and Jason Bradley, my tag team partner. We do our weekly podcast. We have been talking about this city for years right? and mm-hmm. what they're doing. And one of the, the phenomenons that's going on, and this is really nationwide, very much here among not just Minneapolis and St. Paul, but now the first and second ring suburbs and some other cities are taking these things up as well, is whatever can't get passed at a state and federal level, mm. activists are now taking to municipal government. Um, you know, a good example is Tobacco 21, okay? Failed at the state level. Mm. Now the activists have broken this down and they're going city by city trying to get this account. City I live in, Plymouth, just passed it last year. Mm, okay. Tobacco 21. Um, St. Louis Park is another one that has passed this. They've passed ranked choice voting. I wonder how many people know they have ranked choice voting in St. Louis Park. They don't allow gun stores there, do they? <laughs> I think that's Eden Prairie. That's Eden Prairie. I think St. Oh, Louis Park. Never mind. Yep, you're I right. Think, yeah. I think St. Louis Park has taken that up and not acted on it yet. Okay, if, gotcha. Um, they have a um, a quite radical uh, environmental agenda, almost in line with the Green New Deal that they're pushing there uh, around uh, transit and limiting parking, uh, cutting lanes of traffic down. Uh, they're all on board with any kind of transit. Um, they're working with uh, the Government Alliance on Race and Equity, which is a, um, a group working with the League of Minnesota Cities to push uh, immigration-friendly, I would argue, you know, with no distinction between who's legal and illegal. Sure. And that uh, cities must welcome them. They must have a diverse workforce. Nobody is illegal, Andrew yeah, Richter. Right. Nobody's no, illegal. No illegal human being. No, no, no. But they've been doing this for a long, long time. And it's not a new thing on our rate. Quite frankly, we weren't surprised at all when we saw the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, I'm surprised they have an American flag in the building. Right. <laughs> so it's it's not news to me. The question becomes, okay, we saved the pledge, but that's not the be-all, end-all of St. Louis Park. Right. First off, they've got elections this year. Correct. You know, and when I saw everybody on social media, and, I, and it hurts me to say this, a lot of people who did this are friends of mine. And I swear it is nothing against them or their efforts, but there was not one call for anybody to run for office in St. Louis park. Mm. There wasn't one call for anybody to get on their planning commission and take a look at the infrastructure things that they are implementing here and get conservative voices uh, on those commissions, which recommend policies to the city councils. I mean, you know, there wasn't even a, I mean, there was no mention whatsoever of, you know, running for office. Who is up? Uh, who's going to stay on this city and, and monitor what they're doing? Who's going to go to the next council meeting and take up whatever they're talking about next? You know, it's, it's, it's been treated. I called it VJ Day. It should be Pearl Harbor. Okay, you know, Winston Churchill talked about the end of the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. We're at the end of the beginning. Right, right. But we have to start peeling away everything they're doing and look at all the other cities that are doing the same things. And if we don't do that, if we don't put people, uh, put the same energy and, and, and uh, effort in to these, these smaller, less sexy races, whatever you want to call them, uh, we're not going to have uh, that bench of people to move up to the state or federal level. Let me give you a better example. I live in CD3. Okay? I want to talk about a district that got creamed in last year's election. Okay? CD3 Republicans got the tar beat on them. Yep. For no whatever question. reason, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, that happened. Okay. We have all of these C3 
seats now held by DFLers. All these Senate seats up next year. The the I know somebody's announced they're going to run against Dean Phillips, but I mean we have his seat. And guess what? Because we haven't, we don't have that bench of mayors and county commissioners and school board members and all that. We don't have that. Uh, I like to make sports analogies. We don't have that forty man roster. Mm-hmm. to pluck from and vet those people and bring them, guide them to the next level so that their first campaign isn't for state Senate in a major race against an incumbent that maybe they're not quite ready for. Right, right. Now maybe they're a great candidate and you can groom them mm-hmm. over time. And, you know, and that's just, I, mean, I don't know if that's part of politics that that nobody can see a forest in the trees behind the next election, but it felt like, we won. We got the pledge in. Now it's on to Trump twenty twenty. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, that and all. That's an excellent point. And I did want to bounce off a little bit about what you said. Uh, St. Louis Park having odd year elections. This is reminiscent of if you remember four years ago it was the summer of twenty fifteen when Ryan Winkler resigned his House mm-hmm. seat, and they put up uh, Peggy Flanagan, who is now our Lieutenant Governor, as the DFL candidate to run for House in forty six A. There was not a Republican in that race. Yeah. And what was disgraceful that. about that, to your point, these are odd-year elections in both Golden Valley and St. Louis Park, which comprised about three-fourths of that district. And Hopkins. And too, it was yeah. easy to uh, to identify voters who gets out and vote, and yet we just completely took a pass on it. I mean, th- th- that's just a microcosm of what you're talking about, Andrew. Yeah, it, we didn't didn't have a candidate prepared, even if the next election didn't have a candidates to pluck from, didn't have a bench of people to say okay you know are you interested and everybody may not be right right you know but we have to identify those folks and get them pushed up and i see that as the only way to quote paint minnesota red i used to wince when i heard that because you know in my adult i'm 42 years old and for most of my adult life um you know the first time i voted was 96 but the republicans have been in control of the minnesota house most of my life uh, adult life, okay, from ninety four on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a few exceptions. Sure, um, there has only been a DFL governor for the past since two thousand ten. Before that, you got to go back to Rudy Perpich, who was the governor when I was a kid. So, I mean, we've had branches of that government at the state level, right? But we're no redder than we were thirty years ago, right? So, why does somebody think that is the path to getting red? I guess you know some people probably took some encouragement out of the fact that uh, uh, 2016, good year yeah. for Minnesota Republicans in that, you know, and, and this is our standard, you know, the presidential candidate almost won Minnesota, <laughs> the Republican presidential candidate, because uh, Donald Trump only yeah. finished 1.5% uh, behind Hillary Clinton. But I think that was more of a function. Hillary, a terrible candidate, a lot of voters stayed home. And then Trump Third brought, party voters too. Trump brought in a lot of voters. There were some people that did not vote since they voted for Jesse Ventura because they saw Trump kind of in the motif of mm-hmm. Ventura, a non-career politician coming in to shake things up, which regardless of what you think of that rationale, that drew people in. But that's not going to be that same situation in 2020. People aren't going to stay home because there is enough anti-Trump sentiment amongst those disaffected Democrats where they are going to come out and say, look, uh, we don't necessarily like the crop of Democrats that are coming in this presidential race, but uh, uh, Trump's got to go. interesting you know? how that will play out. I mean, uh, I think some of those people may still be third-party voters. Um, 
certainly possible. I yeah, guess, I mean, but. I I mean, when you look at the just speaking of the presidential in 2016, I think I think nine percent went third party mm-hmm. uh, between Jill Stein and Gary Johnson, uh, Evan McMullen. I think. Yeah, he was votes. on the ballot. Minnesota's not a hard state to get on the ballot, right? So, and there were a few others. There's constitutional candidate, I think, too. Um, but yeah, but really, he got a. About the same percentage as Mitt Romney got, if I remember right. So six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag N A R N Show. Continuing our discussion with Andrew Richter, local activist and one of the co-founders of Community Solutions Minnesota. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Nothing works better than a clean tractor. Hot water, pressure, and the right nozzle are a great way to clean mud. We also have the right equipment to clean a lot of pig, chicken, cow, or, well, you know what, off your barn floors. Every year we donate the use of pressure washers that are used to clean the CHS Miracle of Birth Center at the Minnesota State Fair. If you're in need of something in the agriculture industry, give us a call, 763-521-4442. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back, Cam 1280 The Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Joined in studio by Andrew Richter, local political activist, and he, along with his, uh, as he dubs him, tag team partner, <laughs> Jason Bradley, founder of Community Solutions Minnesota. Check out their fine work at communitysolutionsmn.wordpress.com, where you'll find their thoughts via blog post as well as some weekly podcasts they put forth. And uh, keeping tabs on all of these uh, local cities where, again, you know, can't emphasize enough. That's where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, when it comes to your freedoms and liberties, because the decisions that your city councils and county commissioners make definitely have more direct effect on your everyday life than, say, at the state and federal levels. And we were talking quite a bit, the first segment about, uh, you know, great GOP won a, uh, a nice victory. It was a lot of GOP activists winning a nice victory in St. Louis Park, getting the pledge reinstalled. That's fantastic, but there are a lot of uh, progressive issues being passed that uh, if we were paying close attention, rapt attention, uh, probably wouldn't fit well within the uh, tenets of conservatism, Andrew Richter. And uh, one of the cities that we always like to point to, your uh, city that uh, you lived in for a long, long time, City of Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, right within the heart of CD5, Ilhan Omar's district, yeah. where a wind-up set of chattering teeth could run for Congress in CD5 and get about 50 60% of the vote. Absolutely. But nevertheless, you got some committed individuals saying, hey, let's do this, uh, got on the city council, the maj- I, granted both the city council and mayor, technically nonpartisan races, but everybody has their political ideologies, and the vast majority of those folks making up the municipal elected government officials right of center. So it can happen, Andrew Richter. Yeah, it can. I mean, ultimately, I think it takes a, a very dedicated group of folks. No question. With, with, no. Some, uh, with their eye on the long term. Uh, because when we started Community Solutions in 2009, it took till 2014 to complete everything we wanted. So it did take three election cycles, and uh, we've maintained it now for two more, mm-hmm. which is also something I think sometimes we win, and then uh, you know, then the hard work begins. Is what I always say. You know, right, it's right. Like it's 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 easy to talk about what you do. It's a little harder to actually govern and actually do implement the things that you you want to do is another challenge in and of itself so there's there's winning step one or there's recruiting winning governing and they're very very different from each other so yes it can be done and and it can be um accomplished i think it um and it takes a group of people maybe not necessarily uh in line with a party either i mean sometimes a party apparatus can slow things down and, Very true. and yeah, yeah. bring in uh, red tape. Um, luckily, I, I shouldn't say luckily, but in an area where I used to live in, in Senate District 45, great people, but we were in uh, 6040 uh, red, blue area. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, was, it was a little, for us, it was easy. Okay, what elections can we win? You know, and then- then maybe bring those people again. The whole idea was eventually they'd run in forty-five. That's right, the right. whole long-term goal. And I'll tell you what. Speaking of, of I mentioned the DFL is very good at this. A very good example of this was uh, one of the people who was a legislate legislator there right now, Mike Freiberg, forty-five mm-hmm. um, B, uh, Golden Valley is where he lives. And when Sandy Peterson 
uh, who used to be the rep there, uh, who's since passed away, uh, had an illness and wasn't going to run. They plucked Freiburg right off the Golden Valley City Council. Mm, okay. That's where he came from. Sure. And now he's the chair of some powerful committee in the House right now. I can't remember which one, but um, and he's only been there for maybe three terms now. So, I mean, but that was, he was clearly a guy they identified, groomed, got him somewhere. And when they had an opening, they had somebody right there to put in office. And that's, again, I think so much on the right where we're lacking. I also think it's important you know, I, I've heard debates about about you know the endorsement and all that kind of stuff. Sure, I, I'm a believer in competition makes everybody better. We supposedly believe that on the right, but you know, I like it anyways, when there's an yeah. anointed candidate. There's yeah. a lot of hey, you know, get in line behind so and so. And one thing I think that I hear the right complain about is well, this person got into. Uh, the legislature and they're they're not as conservative as we thought we were. They were. I'm like, right. well, well, what vetting did you do? Right. Did you have somebody run against them? Were they in a previous office and had a voting record, or was this the only person who wanted to do it? Once again, we are joined by Andrew Richter, he of Community Solutions Minnesota. We do have a caller on line one. Mark is in St. Louis Park. Mark, always good to hear from you. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I read great show. I just want to piggyback on your guest. Uh, Last year, I happened to turn on a local station, and there was a Sings Park School Board meeting. It had to do with uh, transgender uh, high school students' access to all facilities, uh, locker room and the whole, the whole thing. And uh, the only people that showed up uh, in the audience were about 20 people for transgender students having complete access to all facilities. And all the, the, the board members are liberal. Even the board members, they ended up tabling it, even though there was no one that showed up against that. Because the, the 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 they said that well we we, we assume there's many people who are against this they they just didn't show up today so for now we're just going to table it so the only people that showed up to that meeting were people for the you know transgender students to have access to all facilities and the school board just assumed that they were in the minority so they ended up tabling it but he, the guest is right. No one showed from the other side. I'll hang up and listen. Okay, appreciate the call, Mark. Yeah, that's that's, that's an issue we run into uh, quite a bit. And and to this specific issue that Mark is speaking to, you know, they, if you just show up and make some opposition, obviously they were willing to listen, even though no one showed up. They were willing to at least uh, capitulate to the opposition, even though the opposition wasn't even present, Andrew Rick. Yeah, the world's run by those who show up. And that's actually what the board did there was very unusual. Yeah. Um, usually when something like this happens, it becomes a sales pitch. I'll give you a good example. Tomorrow night there's a meeting in Golden Valley. Um, t- we talked about this on our podcast. They're considering Tobacco 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who they're having as guests is an anti-smoking group. And the people who got uh, uh, the smoking indoors started everything in Hennepin mm-hmm. County. So that's that's their panel that they're okay. going to have to discuss the presentation. Right down the middle, right? Yeah, normally <laughs> normally on these things, it, it becomes a sales pitch. Here's why we sh- they try to convince you of it. Um, but again, if opposition doesn't show up at a forum like that, you know, what do you want to bet that that just sails right through? But the caller's 100% right. Uh, the world is usually run by who shows up, and if we don't organize and make an effort, we're going to get run over. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I 
to get back to the, the St. Louis Park issue around the Pledge of Allegiance, a lot of these culture war issues, these uh, social issues, no question they're important, no doubt about it, and there's a lot of passion behind them. And again, as you alluded to, you know, if it, if it involves dressing up like Uncle Sam and waving the flag, that was a great line, by the way, yeah. <laughs> then uh, people are uh, people are willing to get out there and, uh, and, and raise a stink. But if it's something that doesn't, you know, maybe raise a, raise a lot of headlines, you know, like maybe Tobacco 21, that should ra- that that really should be on your radar because it's a, it's definitely an infringement upon one one's freedoms. Well, and think about it this way: a fourteen year old in Minnesota can be charged as an adult uh, if they commit a crime. Mm-hmm. A twenty year old can't make the choice to smoke a cigarette. Right. Explain right. the logic in that law. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's part of the debate about when is somebody an adult and when 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 aren't they? Uh, so. Yeah, these and I would also add something too that uh, Jason and I have explored as to whether St. Louis Park violated their city charter. Um, they put the Tobacco Twenty One ordinance in their um, in their consent agenda, which we think was a, a pretty big violation of their city charter. Uh, the, the codes require two readings to get uh, to, uh, to get in, enacted, and they read the first one. Made a few minor, cha- you know, some legal stuff came in. And then the second one they passed actually in their consent agenda, mm, okay. which is, if you don't know what that is, it's at the very beginning. It's supposed to be non-controversial things like, look, we made a bank deposit last week and we did payroll. I mean, that, that's what's typically in a consent agenda. And they put that in there so that there was no debate, no discussion. They took no comment on it. And I, I am pretty certain it violated at least the spirit of their city charter i'm not sure you could get uh you know mr quid pro quo to come out and say that but it was certainly they certainly didn't want to listen to anybody that you know didn't agree with them yeah and once again these are some of these little nuances if you uh, check out their uh, fantastic website community solutions mn dot wordpress dot com uh, things that andrew and jason talk about on a regular basis and also they'll post their uh, podcast they do eh, Pretty much every week, right? Yes, uh, every week uh, every for week? the past. Uh, we started the week of Trump's inauguration, and we've been doing it every week since. Okay. We had done a few before that. I'll tell you what. We make local government not boring. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've done entire shows. that off, Andrew We've, Richter, done, we've done entire I, shows on bonding. I mean, and we've made it funny. So it, it, it's it's pretty good. you got to check it out. And, and, and it's also, and the important aspect of it is very educational, too, because people need to, again, can't emphasize enough, be engaged at your local issue. Take another break. Andrew, can you hang around? Yeah, sure. Segment? All right. Andrew Richter, Community Solutions Minnesota, joining us. Ah, we'll, we'll squeeze in some twins talk here. Andrew's in the spirit of it with his twins shirt. I got all my garb on. And twins hat. Yeah, back in your moments right here. <laughs> AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network go nowhere. Bain Clinics of America wants to know, when's the last time you felt comfortable in your own skin? Are you kidding me? I haven't worn shorts in years. Every summer, I'm the only guy on the beach wearing long pants. Wearing slacks to hide my compression hose sure doesn't make me feel any younger. Listen, you're not alone. Many men and women are embarrassed about their bulging varicose and spider veins, not to mention the pain and how uncomfortable they make you feel. I would get home from work and my legs were swollen and throbbing. Why deal with this any longer? Let Vein Clinics of America help you discover 
healthy, better-looking legs. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leading expert in the minimally invasive treatment of vein disease. Imagine wearing a swimsuit or shorts with confidence and getting back to normal activities. It's time to feel comfortable in your own skin again. BCA accepts most major insurance plans. Call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-606-1010. 800-606-1010. That's 800-606-1010. It's State Fair time in Minnesota, and everyone wants to celebrate, including your neighbors at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. So they're throwing a big State Fair sale where you can get an air conditioner for just $2,400 when you buy a new high-efficiency furnace. Restrictions apply. Imagine coming back from your day at the fair and relaxing in cool comfort with your new AC. If your old heating and cooling systems have been acting up, now is the perfect time to let the experienced experts at Standard install new ones for you. Not only will you get an air conditioner for only $2,400, you'll also enjoy savings on your heating and cooling bills thanks to these new efficient systems. Nearly half a million of your fellow Minnesotans have trusted Standard to keep their families comfortable since 1930. So give Standard a call or go to standardheating.com patriot to find out more about the great deals during this great state fair sale. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. You asked me to back with another segment on the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. You can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, the businessman. Saturdays nine to eleven AM, it's the King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg in these very airwaves, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. He's heard Saturdays one to three PM. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, closing out weekends Sundays one to three. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to the uh, broadcast. See, that, now I, I I tell people, you know, leave a tweet via hashtag NarnShow. So it would probably, I should probably fulfill my obligation and actually, oh, I don't know, check the Twitter feed uh, once in a while. We'll huh. see uh, uh, if there's anything new. No, not as of yet. But uh, join in studio by Andrew Richter talking a lot of local politics. The first couple of segments, again, keep up on everything Community Solutions <clears throat> Excuse me, has going on. CommunitySolutionsMN.wordpress.com. 
Uh, they put together blog posts, podcasts, everything to keep you informed. And if the subject matter at the local level doesn't sound all that exciting, well, typically it's not. But Andrew and Jason make it entertaining. If you, if they can make bonding yeah. entertaining, <laughs> hey, then think, of, think about know. it this way: How many people know how a bond actually works? Right. That's an that's an excellent point. You know, or or you know, you look at a city budget and you see my favorite category on there is other. Mm-hmm. We actually did a show where we investigated what we other get, you was. drill down, huh? Yeah, yeah. What was other on there? Absolutely. <laughs> well, talking a lot of local politics, and Andrew, like myself, a uh, big time Twins fan, we were talking a little bit off the air uh, about how the uh, the Indians, or as uh, Hugh Hewitt, uh, who's heard on these airwaves every morning, five to eight a.m. weekday mornings, is a big Cleveland fan. Calls them the Windians. You know those Windians. You know, and uh, it's funny because when. Um, the Twins had a double-digit lead, and they went into Cleveland for a series, a three-game series, and Cleveland won, and they shaved the lead down to, like, nine games. And uh, Hugh Hewitt says, ah, we're coming here. This is, this is the beginning. And I said to Hugh, I says, Hugh, you haven't been this optimistic since you were convinced John McCain was going to overtake Barack Obama in 2008. So <laughs> I do remember it. that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of fun talk. But, uh, hey, look who's uh, calling in right now. Uh, Salem, Twin Cities' own Gary Borgendale's on line one. Gary, good to hear from you, my friend. How are you? Well, it's good to have your message on today. And, Andrew, thank you for being on with uh, Bradley today. Oh, how are you doing, Gary? Good to hear from you. Good. Hey, just want to extend what you're talking about at the city level. There are a lot of uh, appointments um, at the city level to the Economic Commission, sometimes to the Park Board. So there's a lot of places even before an election, and that becomes the, the bench, if you will, as Andrew is talking about, and also, should we should be looking at school board as well. I mean, these are the local offices that really have that um, uh, profound impact locally and are great um, uh, grooming grounds for yep. candidates to go up the ladder as well. I would agree. And that one thing that uh, Jason and I have done at Community Solutions is we have estimated, and this is just an estimate, that there are 30,000 elected and appointed local positions in this state. Wow. Okay. Because you got to include townships, yep. and if you go outside yep. of the Twin Cities, soil and water, and all those things have elected. And we have a goal. It's 20,000, 20 K strong, we call it. I'll probably die trying to implement this. But 20,000 of those positions are is our goal that we hold, people right of center. And that goes, there's 1,769 townships in Minnesota. Uh, there's 853 cities, 87 counties, 328 school districts. You can add it all up, all those positions, and all their appointed positions, as Gary was saying. Park Board, Planning Commissions, EDA, uh, some of them will have an environmental quality. Some of them will have human rights. Some of them will have a um, sort of like a makeshift commission that will kind of a citizens commission, they might call it, that will take up an issue that doesn't fall under that. Some of them have up to like nine or ten people on them. They all need a conservative voice, and heck with that, they need a conservative majority. Absolutely. Yeah, very very good points, Gary. Yeah, thank you. And to really emphasize, too, on that is that um, don't, as you said, really don't let the party dictate this. More of it's like you're talking about get those conservatives right of center, Mm -hmm. and that then has more direction to where the party goes as well as you raise up those right of center in these different positions. So I'm probably more inclined not to engage the party, but just in, in 
and join those conservative aspects in those local races like that. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Appreciate the uh, appreciate you hearing from you as always, and uh, yeah, excellent points as always. And, and there are even some um, positions within uh, cities where you know they have different committees where you know, like Gary alluded to, these are appointed positions. Anybody can just step up and, and, and fill fill in for them. And and sometimes, you know, if it's just these small little uh, committees where there's maybe three people and two are left of center, and you have one conservative, that can get pretty pretty weary and whatnot. But Nevertheless, it is a voice that you can provide. And local politics provides strange bedfellows. Mm-hmm. You know, when there's no majority and minority whip running around trying to add up votes for their team, you know, it, it's you have more freedom, I think, when, when you don't oh, have no that question. party yeah. label on somebody. Oh, I can't agree with that guy because he's, you know, um, but you'll find more common ground than you think you will, um, With some, especially if somebody's head is screwed on right and their agenda is not for themselves to go somewhere, you're going to see strange bedfellows. I think on the local level, yeah, and, and we're much more ideologically aligned. You know, if you're if you're a Republican and you typically and you do Republican grassroots Republican uh, politics, you're typically a lot more aligned ideologically from someone who considers themselves a libertarian or Constitution party. I would never vote for Republican. They're just as bad as the Democrats. They they expand government just as much as Democrats, which in some situations are not necessarily wrong. Yeah. But nevertheless, you are more aligned with folks like that. So, yeah, absolutely, to your point, these nonpartisan races definitely lend to the fact that you appeal to a wider swath of, of candidates. In that yeah, and I, and I think it's a great... Uh, like I said, without the party label, it's a great place for Republicans and Libertarians to work together. It's one thing we did in Crystal. Is yes. We didn't care. A couple of our candidates and people there were more liberty-minded. Maybe they caucused with the Republicans, but they were more uh, had some more libertarian views. And, and keeping in mind, too, that um, you know, a Republican and a Libertarian can disagree on gay marriage sure. and agree on 30 issues in the city. Right. Like all the fiscal issues, for right. example. So that's no reason to build a wall between the two. And so that's another thing you got to knock down. But both sides have to be willing to do it, too. Exactly. But I think yeah. you'll find, in, in if, I bet in a city like St. Louis Park, it wouldn't be that hard to get liberty folks and more traditional conservative, as they're sometimes labeled, together saying, holy smoke. I mean, look at what's going on. we got to get a voice on our side in there somewhere. So... Again, another opportunity for that to happen. We have uh, Vincent from St. Paul. He is on line one. Hey, Vincent, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is Vincent on with us? Do we know? There he is. Hey, Vincent. Vincent, go ahead, sir. Yes, thank you. Brad. Yes, sir. And yourself and the two young men there. Actually, there's Uh, one young man here. Oh, okay. He's a relative. He's a Vietnam vet, so I'm a little bit up there in age. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the city of St. Paul. Uh, well, earlier this year, Minneapolis-St. Paul, they had encampments for people living on the streets, you know, and some were Indians, American Indians. Minnesota, some of the first settlers here were Indians. And just talking to a dude yesterday, uh, American Indian, he's got living in a tent, you know, and 20 years, Army. And Gulf War, mm-hmm. and their police are taking their things, which is against what the Supreme Court. If I got a paper, I think the date was 2012. 
you can't take people's possessions unless there's safety involved. But you can't take their possessions and, you know, you know, you think, hey, no good, you throw them away. You know, the police are, well, I'm saying what's going on in St. Paul, what I'm being told. True or not, you know, I'm a vet too, so I'm listening to the dude, you know. And sure. Try to help the dude out a little bit, whatever I can do. And the city of St. Paul doing things here. What, you know, going after people and everything. Uh, is there any, since the, the Indians, you know, were one of the first people here in the state of Minnesota, and I think St. Paul is part of Minnesota. So isn't some land out here, some of the Indian land here in the city of St. Paul, besides Mounds Park, you know, that's grave sites. But, you know, here in the city of St. Paul, can the Indians just put up some place that the Indians may call home, you know, part of their land, reservation types or whatever, right? and not be bothered by the St. Paul Police Department or the city, St. Paul City Council, which is socialist. Uh, sorry. Yeah, that's true. To that's it, true. To put it mildly. Yeah, so thanks, Vince. Appreciate the call. I know that um, uh, there is a home, big homeless encampment uh, near the St. Paul School District headquarters on Colborne Avenue yeah. there. I don't know if that's uh, specifically what he was referring to. I, I don't know if – I know there has been some, uh, particularly Austin, Texas, that has allowed uh, – uh, encampments, or they decriminalized uh, homelessness where people were setting up encampments on city property, particularly the sidewalks, even though they're right in front of somebody's house, it's city property, whatnot. I'm not familiar with what St. Paul is doing about this. or No, if and I don't know as far as Indian land, a sovereign nation would govern its own, have its own police force right? in most cases. So I don't know how that is, how the, a treaty like that would be worked out specifically within a city. I'm I, I really don't know that answer, so I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. But um, I, the homeless problem, generally speaking, is gaining a lot of national attention, especially in places like California, uh, where where There's it's getting public health issues in it, Los Angeles. It, absolutely, and it's getting pretty out of hand. And leaders seem to be clueless as to what to do about it. Yeah, um, we've thrown money at at. Poor people. Let's for, I don't subsidize know how affordable long. housing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean it they, doesn't seem to. You know, I think throwing money at people is probably the worst thing we can do. I think that uh, ultimately, that opportunity is what's going to creates get, a wider gap between uh, wealthy well, and poor. And, well, it creates a permanent class of folks who rely on the government for A, B, C, D, and E, which right. is exactly the opposite of what we want. Yeah. So I think that, but the homeless thing is something to pay attention to, and I'll tell you what. The problems in, you know, we're pretty much a cold weather California in some cases. Yes. I would see this problem getting worse in Minneapolis and St. Paul before it gets better. And you've got the big encampment over there on Hiawatha, that area too, yeah, which has uh, uh, been, a, been a serious issue, particularly with the drug activity that's or been going on. hanging around at the light rail stations has been a problem too, using that as a... A place to crash. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. This is something that uh, I don't see a lot of seriousness in addressing because they got well. There's more pressing issues in Minneapolis, like outlawing uh, drive-throughs in new establishments being right and paper bags and things like that. Yeah, they got got stuff. They got too much. Much more pressing issues, of course. Uh, Six (laughs) five one two eight nine four four eight eight is a number to call. Joined by Community Solutions Minnesota co-founder Andrew Richter. Well, say we pick up on some Twins talk this final Let's segment of this it. hour. All right. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network back in mere moments. Go nowhere.
1280 The Patriot. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet, from the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you and he loves his new roof. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Welcome back, Cam Twelve Eighty Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment, short segment on the broadcast with Andrew Richter, Community Solutions Minnesota. Check out the fine work again, Community Solutions MN. WordPress.com, your one-stop shop for uh, all things local government and how to make an impact. Yes, we can make an impact. That's where you can make the most impact. I would argue. Uh, but we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. We, we've had, we've enjoyed the first three segments talking about local governments. That's true as much as you possibly can. But uh, you know, baseball is our thing, and uh, Andrew and I uh, chat baseball all the time. We've even done a couple of podcasts yeah. on the Community Solutions a lot page. Of fun. 
uh, just just talking about baseball. Our, our twins entering. Play I think today. you and I could do like a marathon on it and just go and go and go and see which one drops first, maybe or something like. And that. And the thing is, we don't. We, we're not. We're not like these stat. Ge- at least I'm not. At least one of these stat geeks who knows about war and feeling independent of pitching and ultimate zone rating or <laughs> UZR, whatever that is. You know, which shows how much ground an outfielder can cover. Uh, All I know I, is Byron Buxton can cover a lot. Yeah, that, I, I test the eye test. Yeah. I mean, how? I mean, if we, I mean, if we only had war and that sort of thing back in the Hank Aaron days, we would have known what a great player he was, right? Willie Mays. I mean, uh, we we missed out. Yeah, I never knew Babe Ruth would be number one in baseball history. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Yes, yes. So. Uh, but we have a lot of fun with that. But the Twins coming into today, three games up in first place. Uh, they, they were once 11 games up about a couple of months ago. And it was kind of funny. We were talking a little bit about this. When the Twins had that 11-game lead, they were like, I think, 47 and 22. And uh, people were like, okay, if the Twins just play 500 ball from here on out, Cleveland would have to play like, I don't know, 750 ball in order to catch them. Well, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Cleveland got within one game last week. The Twins have stretched it out again in about three games, but uh, news is getting a little tighter, Andrew Richter. Uh, the aforementioned Byron Buxton, once again on the injured list um, with a sore shoulder, a yeah. partial dislocation of his left shoulder, crashing into the wall. My, I wrote about this on Twitter yesterday. It's like, you know... I think I commented. Yeah, he... I, I under- Largely agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I I applaud Byron Buxton just going all out, no fear, willing to go after go after baseballs to make whatever play that no other center fielder can make. But I would also understand Falvey and Levine's hesitance to give him a long term extension. I don't know if I would agree that you don't give Byron Buxton a long term extension, but I would understand their hesitance. If you're going to play 110, 120 games a year, it's not good enough for yeah. a guy his talent. The the concussions worry me more than anything. Oh, no question. We've yeah. seen that with Twit Maurer and Murnau and players like that. I I can't make up my mind if, you know, I, I grew up watching Kirby Puckett and Torrey Hunter run into the wall and dive on the Metrodome uh, floor. Not to the I, degree he's done. Probably not, but it just, um, I don't want to take that out of him, though. I think if right. you try to teach him to not do that, I think you're... You know, I think they're trying to help him increase his awareness. You know, it's like okay, when you're running full speed, you have to be, you have to know that maybe cut it down a little bit because the wall is coming fast. Uh, you know, he's so, but it's hard. It's hard to really take out him because the guy's got such speed that to he reaches the wall faster than any outfielder can, I've ever seen, and he can catch anything. It's not comparable to yeah. what you do with an average. And he's player. turned into himself into a pretty good hitter because I was guilty of this too when he first came up. Look, Byron, you've got this legendary speed. Do like Willie Mays Hayes. Beat the ball into the ground. Beat it up. If you do, if you pop it up, give you give me twenty push ups, something like that. <laughs> and you know what? That was a mistake. Yeah. He he turned into a very lackluster, very poor hitter, and now he's turned himself into a very serviceable. I mean, two sixty, two seventy. It's not going to get. It's those aren't all star numbers, but that's more than acceptable for a guy. What he can bring in the outfield. Yeah, and I think I think. Um... Hitting the ball in the gaps is the big thing that I've seen. He turns he turns loop singles and doubles, exactly. stand up doubles, and that's that's the way to use his speed. Hit the ball in the alleys. Sure, uh, you know if you remember Kirby Puckett when he came up, he was kind of a slap hitter. Yes, he was. You know, four home runs his first two years, and Tony Oliva said, "Hey, Kirby, see ball, hit ball," <laughs> and ter- help turn him into no, you drive the ball. Yeah, right. You know, don't worry the the. Singles and stuff will still be there. Yeah, you can still turn a single into a double, but you are capable of more than that. Didn't overcoach him, like you said, the over trying to overcorrect what he's doing. Right. Um, 
So I think, you know, we might have to live with I, – I am with you, though. I still think he is at arbitration level at the end of the year. You're going to have to pay him more no matter what. You might as well sit down and maybe not a long-term deal. And I say long, I'm talking five-plus years. Sure. But what, there's no reason they can't take care of the next two or three. You know he's good. You know he's only going to get better. He's already shown – I don't want to say flashes because I think he's past that now – um, and you're going to want him in center field no matter what. This so I a, think it's time to exp- – and I'm sure they probably are yeah. going to sit down no matter what. Well, this was a critical offseason because you remember last year he had all these injury problems, and, and the club was a lot at fault for that. Tried to bring it, send him down to rehab yeah. after he had a headache. It's just like it wasn't even concussion-related. It was just a migraine, and they tried to send him down to rehab. He fouls a ball off his toe, and then they tried to bring him back too early. He was never right. And then once the minor league season ended – you have September when the team is completely out of contention, and they don't even bring him up yeah, I to get him some major league service yeah, I time. I never understood that. And but. he could have taken that one of a couple of ways, and he took it the right way in that he had a chip on his shoulder. Sure. and he's Some ne- guys would sue the league. Yeah, some right. guys would come and be a better player. That's absolutely right. I remember a pitcher, Adam Johnson, back in 2001 oh, when he geez. got a demotion. He tore up the paper in front of Guardy and threw it at him. Never pitched for the Twins again. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever pitched in the big leagues again. Yeah, what was so. he, a third overall pick? Yeah, something like, something like that. So <laughs> so you have that. Uh, obviously, Michael Pineda, who's been a surprise his last 10 starts, 2.95 ERA on the disabled list. That That's that's a difficult blow. And then I saw recent acquisition Sam Dyson going yeah. on the, I'm sorry, <clears throat> injured list, not yeah. disabled list. I still call it the DL. I do, but... too. Come on. I've been a baseball fan for 40 years. I'm not going to stop calling it the DL overnight. That's you know, just crazy. Well, Pineda's been a lot better than I thought he'd be. Me too? I think he's yeah. been a plus. I think <clears throat> hopefully he comes back quick. I think Smeltzer's pitching today, I think. Yes. And then, you know, when you talk about uh, starters and relievers, you know, playoff time, you're not going to use a five man rotation. Pineda or Perez will be in the bullpen to bolster the back end anyway. So it's, I don't think the injuries as significant as as people make it out to be. Let us hope. Nor yeah. do I think the trade deadline stuff is as big a deal. Oh, we got. We should do a show on that. Yeah. Andrew, it always goes by way too quick. <laughs> always sure an honor does. to have you on the broadcast, my friend. Good to see you. You bet. Great to be back. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up in mere moments right here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 6565. That's promo code 6565 at checkout on Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the net. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for Cops from Lucky's Stations. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Amazon recently announced that it will no longer sell books by Dr. Joseph Nicolosi and others which help people deal with unwanted same-sex attraction. With this, we've crossed a new boundary in the no longer latent authoritarianism of the sexual revolution. In Judaism and Christianity, your nature is defined by God. In ancient Greek thought, it was defined by nature. Our modern, ongoing sexual revolution threw all of that aside and said that you define yourself. Your will decides your identity. But now, even that restraint is being thrown off, and a one-way door is erected in its place. If you want to self-identify as gay, you can, and help is available. But if you want to self-identify as straight, the help window is slammed shut. Amazon is moving in a chilling direction, from online bookseller to online book censor. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1280, The Patriot is W.